Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. saw former rugby league coach, first grade coach, Roy Masters being interviewed a while back. And he was asked, because he went from uh, coaching at the top level to becoming a journalist. And the question was, did, did it give you the same satisfaction as coaching? He was asked about his journalist career, journalism career. And he says, nothing beats that dressing room two or three minutes after a hard-fought win. Nothing beats that. And it got me thinking, how many of us who have stopped playing at a level where we get that rush are still searching for that buzz? Now, I know I get that satisfaction from, from coaching personal coaching and I know I've managed to get that level of satisfaction coaching in a corporate environment and also sometimes it's probably not comparable but but an equally great buzz from even coaching junior sport when you see everything that you've been teaching them come off in a game and and everything just goes really well. But if you are someone who's ultra competitive and you've spent a great deal of your time feeling the the rush of that and that that unity that comes, because it's not just the fact that you're winning, it's that you're you're in it together and you're, you're doing it as a group. It can be really hard to replicate that feeling but certainly not impossible. So the first bit to, to ask yourself is, am I trying to fill my life up with something else to try and replicate that buzz, that rush? Now, a mate of mine is a uh, very successful gambler and he's just an absolute genius at crunching the numbers. Now, there are different times now where he doesn't have to work and he doesn't because he's, he's so good at it. What I do know that at times he, he does also know that there, there is a certain uh, rush that comes from it that would remind him we haven't spoken directly about this, but would remind him of the, uh, 
his younger days playing high level football. So you can you can channel that energy, but if you're chasing something just for to fill a void for something the experience, then you're actually gonna spend a lot of your energy and you're gonna end up going in directions and following things that are gonna bring you to dead ends or have you feeling like you're never quite there for the rest of your life unless you can actually channel it into something with a bit more focus, a bit more intent, a lot more structure and have something that actually gives you that fulfillment. Now, given that as we get older, there are certain elements that just we can't replicate. But it doesn't mean we can't replicate the same great feeling that comes from that. Now, I'm not saying that, uh, that Roy didn't... Uh, wasn't in the right place with his journalism because he, he clearly was. But it doesn't mean that you can't find it in other parts of your world. And so part of it is looking back over your journey and starting to identify where that sort of buzz showed up naturally. And it usually shows up when you are doing different things for other people that perhaps you needed but didn't get. When you have had that pain of not having a need met, you know exactly what someone else is going through, not in the detail, and you don't know exactly how they're feeling, but you know the sort of situation they'll be in, the sort of feelings that they'll be going through, and the sort of obstacles and challenges. Now, when you've spent your life not having that and trying to find a way to meet that need and then finding different ways that work, then you, you do become an absolute expert at helping other people because you're helping them in a way that, like I said, you're giving them what you always needed but never got. This is part of our gift to the world. And this is where we start to find more of that same buzz not through a competitive lens, but through a collaborative lens, which I believe is part of the magic of sport. It's not so much the winning and the competing against someone else, it's actually the collaborative part. It's the fact that you are in this together, you're working towards a common goal, and you're doing everything you can for the person next to you and for the other people in your team. I imagine why it's, there's so much comparison between sport and war, because I imagine that's, a, that's something that, that people that go to war, despite all the horrific parts of it, the fact that they are there doing whatever they can for their mate, which I've heard many soldiers talk about, and particularly the ones that live to, to a quite old age, they talked about it. Like, we didn't think about the fear, we didn't think about this, we were just doing the best that we could for our mate next to us. Now, when we get older and we tend to mix in smaller circles and perhaps less opportunities to, to have those moments, that's even more, even more reason to seek out opportunities, to find that 
unity, to find that place where we can come together. There are so many different communities out there. But it's not about trying to do more chasing and try and find a community here, there, or anywhere that might, that might just fill that hole. Like I said, it's about going through your own journey and looking at those finer details of what you know you needed at different points in your life and helping others to, to get it. So for me, for the longest time, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up. I didn't know what direction I was going. And I used to joke with people till till I got into my mid to late 30s. So like, once I know what I want to do when I grow up, I'll let you know. So what I'm able to help people with now is direction and getting, getting that clarity and certainty about what's going to be the best direction for someone else. Because I searched for that and struggled with that for, for most of my life. And there are areas for you that will be the same. And by starting to identify all of those different elements of your life that you know that you really battle with and then start helping people, this is where you start to find a deeper sense of meaning, a deeper sense of certainty. You start to realize your true strength. So when people talk about credentials, you may have done endless study but it's this part, the lived experience, the thing that only you can pass on because only you've lived your life. That's where the real magic is. That's where your real credentials, your real strength, your real value lies. And this is where you can start to create more of that magic that you used to experience just after a win in the change room. Enjoy the search. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.